Hello and welcome to the ongoing quest for the good life with Dr. Mike Strauss. This is episode four uh, of our vlog. And in the last episode, Dr. Strauss, we spoke about um, blue zones and um, factors that contribute to achieving the good life. And uh, we promised our viewers and our listeners that we will get to the meat of things in episode four. So let's start where we left it out uh, the last time and get going. All right. Well, you know, actually last time, I, I love that episode. We really talked about uh, the elements of a neighborhood network uh, at, at a very high level that, that included a well-selected neighborhood, um, smart technology called iLink, uh, uh, professional neighbors and, and volunteers and remote professionals, all that working together to deliver a new model of care called uh, a neighborhood network. And that we described all of the the high-level parts of that, and yeah, you're right. We we're going to go a little deeper today, and what I'm going to really focus on today is iLink, uh, remote support technologies. In all truth, you know, the whole concept of iLink is simplicity. So you would think that it would be easy to explain, but that's not exactly true because the whole beauty of iLink is to deliver. And, and coordinate support, virtual and deployed support, home automations, but to do it in a way that is, is super simple for our customer. One would think if we do something that seems simple, then the technology is simple. And the truth is the technology is incredibly complicated because that's what's necessary to deliver something in a very simple way. Smart home technology really is a collection of a variety of technologies. And quite frankly, they don't speak well together. In the past episode, I, I remember I talked about that there's an app for that, you know, and in truth, you know, there's an app for everything. I mean, you name the topic, there's an app for it. Uh, the problem is, if there's an app for everything and, and your job is to live independently, how is our customer going to figure out app for every different home automation? There's an app for video conferencing and there's an app for getting all kinds of help that you might want. But I can't figure that out. People who are in the field can conceptually understand it, but but keeping all that together, all that different technologies and daunting experience. So what technology makes possible isn't achieved in many ways because it's too complicated for people to, to migrate through it, much less people who might be experiencing dementia or, or people who have intellectual challenges or other kinds of you know disabilities of sorts, or just not be able to process through a variety of different complicated you know instructions. So the goal of iLink is to provide cutting edge technologies that simplify and empower people to live independently, and when necessary, receive virtual or in home support 
at the moment of need and as much as possible in ways that they actually self-direct. You know, we want to empower people to get the help that they want when they want it. We want to empower people with information, but only when they need it. iLink began, actually, it began in 2000. I believe we're probably one of the oldest demonstrations, if not the oldest, demonstration of smart home remote support technology in the country. From that beginning, uh, we have just been working every day on how do you provide better remote virtual home automation support in ways that the customer finds this is simple. Do you remember the old days, Evo, when when you had to make a phone call? You know, you didn't go through you know your smartphone and all that. Yeah. You took the crank. Yeah. And you cranked it right, <laughs> and that got the operator. And the operator said, "Who do you want to talk to?" And they made that happen. All the heavy lifting of automation was really in the background, and it really was a human connection. Yes. Made made possible by something. Very simple, right? That that crank. Yeah. And from that moment of time with the phone, we have gotten more and more complex and removed the human component from it to the point where most people are just at a loss. And this amazing technology that exists out there, you know, isn't controlled or provided in a way that most people can even even use it. It all starts with iLink with, I'm just going to use the word infrastructure. Instead of us looking at one-off apps, we have an infrastructure of technology that works together to deliver support at the moment of need that a customer can actually self-direct simply. As you know, I'm a behavioralist, and so a behavioral analyst looks at things differently and, you know, as we created this, you know, we really looked at, okay, what are the obstacles or the barriers for independence? And what are the goals uh, for technology? And then how do we design technology that circumvents these independent barriers for living? How do we use technology that, that, that actually makes life simpler and easier and overcomes things that have been problematic for people. So that's how we view technology as more of a removing barriers that could result in somebody having to leave their home, right? How do we make it safer? In truth, you know, the best way for us to go through this is to kind of go on a little bit of a tour and kind of see what some of these things look like, but I can tell you there's a couple of elements of it. One is there's the in-home installation. There is our remote support infrastructure that connects neighborhood professionals to the home. It also connects our wellness center and our, our remote professional services to the home. And then there's this very smart software called iLink Assist that glues all that together and basically lets us know when people need help. And so all that kind of works together, but specifically over the next couple of episodes, we're going to look at those components. Let's take a little bit of a walking tour 
you know, through it. The thing I want to end with is say that we, I link and the neighborhood network, we don't do this for other programs because we couldn't know the people that they serve and we couldn't know their care model. But we do help other providers do what we do. And that's a business plan fundamental difference in how we approach things versus other people is that this is an enterprise support system that is totally scalable and configurable to other providers and other states. Our whole model is about relationships. And that's why technology is human. It's human first. And so any technology that thinks it can deliver care in that kind of, you know, call center-like fashion, the more people you support, the less you can know about them. We try to empower people with these systems so that they can care for people better than they could have without them. In our program at the Neighborhood Network and in iLink and in Good Life, we do it ourselves for the people that we support, and we help other people do this, do the same thing. This is basically what happens when behavioral science embraces technology. Thank you so much, Dr. Strauss. It's been a wonderful conversation. Thank you, Ivo. I enjoyed it.